Hey there, thanks for listening to another episode of the Jack Eason Podcast. We are talking about the issues of loneliness, isolation, and how to overcome them with true friendship and community. For more information on these and other issues, check out Jack's website at jackeason.org. Now here's Jack. All right, folks. Hey, thanks for joining us for another edition of the Jack Eason Podcast, talking about the issues of loneliness, togetherness, what we can do to build community, and a special guest joining me today. By the way, real quick, I hope you're sharing this podcast uh, with those that you know, and if you're looking for um, a video version, then you can hit our website, jackeason.org. My guest is Skylar Fields. He is a pastor in the great big state of Kentucky, which is awesome. And uh, man, tell us a little bit about your church and how long you've been there, a little bit about you. Okay, well, uh, I'm the pastor at Bruner's Chapel Baptist Church. It's located in Harrodsburg, Kentucky, just south of Lexington. Uh, Just got married in July to the love of my life, Kara, and she is a medical student at the University of Kentucky. She's much smarter smarter than I am. Um, I took the pastorate uh, here at uh, Bruner's Chapel on June the 21st of 2020. So uh, working on uh, this, this month will be eight months, I believe, if my math is correct. Uh, it's normally not, but it is what it is. Um, I did my Master of Divinity and my Master of Theology at Liberty University School of Divinity and currently working on my PhD in evangelism, uh, preaching, and biblical counseling at Southwestern uh, Baptist Theological Seminary in Fort Worth. Awesome. Uh, a little bit about me. Yeah, man, that's great. That's great. Well, I, I was talking to some pastors the other day, and uh, we said it, being, being a pastor in a COVID year is like being a pastor for seven years. So congratulations, you've completed seven years. <laughs> well, I that, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's been nuts. It's been nuts. What have you seen in, in the life of your church? Because I know COVID has distanced us. Uh, you know, social distanced, I hate that word, but it has, um, and, uh, and, and done a lot of things, but what are you, what are you seeing right there in your church? How have you guys been impacted? Well, so one of the main things that, um, that this virus has done is, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to meet safely and to, um, to not spread the virus, but also to have the ability to meet because I think in-person meeting is vital. Uh, to spiritual uh, health, but also Mm. your uh, emotional health, being able to see your friends and your family and those you care about and your church family. And one of the, one of the largest complaints during this time is uh, we haven't been doing a lot of uh, a lot of our normal uh, get together kind of things. And so really Sunday morning church, uh, aside from, from Bible study uh, through our, through the week, Sunday morning church is really the only time that a lot of people, uh, such as our elderly, get to see anyone else. Mm, and so yeah. I've had some complaints, um, not necessarily complaints, just lovingly, you know, telling me what's going on in their life. And I appreciate that. Just, hey, you know what? I'm trapped in my house all week. Um, you know, my kids live in Indiana or my kids live in Tennessee, and I, I don't really have the the ability to see them all the time and they're busy and working and I don't want to try to be a burden to them calling them. So I, I just feel lonely and depressed at the house. And uh, I had a lady uh, explain to me the other day, she said, you know, when, uh, when you're staying in the house and it is, 
Uh, it is your choice. It's not so bad. But when you're staying in the house because you are forced to, she said, it, it really messes with your sanity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think a lot of people, um, you know, even before COVID, okay, loneliness was, was an issue. Uh, and it'll be an issue after COVID. It's, it's an epidemic, depending on what you want to believe with what you read, especially among, um, you know, the young people, college age, uh, and, and post-college right in there. Um, what, what are, what are you seeing? And even from your own experience, just, you know, finishing, uh, your first degree, first degrees there, uh, in, in that, that age group, how is, let's, let's even talk before COVID. How, how are you seeing that generation affected with this whole issue of, uh, lack of community or loneliness? Well, I, I think you did a, I think you did a great job in your article discussing the, the loneliness factor. So, uh, I'm I'm uh, kind of in the in the age gap that's um, between two different uh, two different generations. You know, I watched the computer age come into effect and cell phones and different things, but didn't have those starting out. And so, what I have seen the change from an interpersonal communication, a conversation such as we are having, but in person, to now it's a, a text message or um, an email or something of that nature, and you miss the you miss the care factor, so to speak, mm. in that you miss the the facial expression and seeing that someone cares about you. And I know FaceTime is is good for people that don't have any other option, but you know, with with college kids, a lot of the time, unless they unless they are extroverts, you know, such as myself, that I just want to be out and with people all the time. Uh, you know, they have a hard time making friends. They have a hard time doing things with other people. And so without, without that, they're experiencing uh, a higher suicide rate than uh, ever recorded. Even mm. uh, it's even yeah. exponentially higher through this COVID pandemic. You know, we've, we've got uh, half, basically 50% of all Americans, um, between the ages of 18 and 60 are treated for some type of, of depression, uh, some mm -hmm. type of medication for that. So, you know, there's a, a lot of, um, a lot of things that are, that are going on with, uh, college age kids. You know, I was a youth pastor before this dealing with, uh, dealing with kids, not being able to see their friends because they're, um, not in school, you know, when, I, I read an article uh, a couple weeks ago that one of my Facebook friends put on there, uh, a, a child from the Fayette County School District, uh, which is Lexington, uh, nine years old, their mother had taken them to the hospital and they were on a 72 hour cycle because they wanted to kill themselves because they didn't have any contact with their mm. friend. You know, those wow. are the things that, that we're dealing with and not just the college age, but even the younger kids as well. Yeah. What, what could we, uh, or maybe what should we, uh, be doing as a faith community, um, at, at the end of the day, uh, kind of the whole purpose, um, for, uh, for this book, the loneliness solution is really reminding us the gift of community. And I would say the gift of biblical community, faith community, the church, what should we be doing that maybe we aren't doing? Uh, where have where have we dropped the ball even pre-COVID as the church? And now that COVID's here, what could we be doing to really strengthen a biblical community? 
Well, the I think the the first uh, I think the first issue that you have, and this is kind of a a, a sore subject to a lot of folks uh, in, in a way, and I, I think the the first main issue that you have is we have lost as the church we um, as the universal church have lost the sense of urgency in evangelism. So we're not doing anything to grow the community. But then not only that, as, as the church in many regards, we are so caught up in the idea of tradition mm. and doing it the way that we've always done it, that we are not fostering a uh, not fostering a uh, I'm searching for the word, a, a, a place to have mm. a community. You know, we're, we're not doing anything to change the way that we operate for the changing times. And I know that there's some disagreements, uh, disagreement about, uh, about that, but when, when society has fallen away from the church, you don't have to change the principles of the church and what you're teaching, but you need to change the way that you're reaching out and how to uh, become a community and get involved, at least mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. You know, and, and I think what we've also missed and maybe you could jump in here too and, and maybe share about this is uh, especially for those maybe who aren't quite as mature in their faith. Um, and, and even for those who don't even know Christ yet, we, we have forgotten to, sh to share, I think uh, the benefits of community. It's, a, it's an idea from God from the very foundation of, of the world, uh, biblical community. I mean, he said it's not good for man to be alone, so I'm going to make woman. So the man has community, companionship, relationship. So obviously this is not a new idea to God, but I think we we don't talk about the benefits of community. You know, the ability to meet one another's needs and pray together and have accountability and encouragement, all those things. Do you think maybe we have stressed other things that aren't quite as important? What, what, where are we missing it to help a community for those of us that have it and have a good, good church like you're at, but where have we missed making that attractive? If that's the right word to a, a world around us that desperately needs community. Cause they all have that internal void. They're we're wired and made by God for community. Where, where are we missing it? Um, I think the, I think one of the main problems is um, for lack of a better term, devotion. And, and when, I, when I say devotion, if you look throughout history, uh, if, you start, if you start in the, uh, the late 18th century and move through the 19th century into the 20th century, you'll see that there was this great evangelical movement. Uh, you'll see gentlemen like Jonathan Edward, you'll see Charles Whitfield, you'll see the Wesleys, you'll see mm. D.L. Moody and Charles Spurgeon. And then as you move into, uh, into the 20th century, 21st century, you're getting wonderful guys like Billy Graham, John Stott, some of those gentlemen that were solely committed to devotion and were teaching a devotion unto Christ. With with today's society, what we've we've de developed, we've allowed the the universalism of of the society around us to permeate into the church, mm. and it has overcome the teachings of the church to say, you know, hey, 
the things that are important to me, the church can be on the back burner, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and so with regard to your, your question about community, I think in, in many cases, you'll, you'll hear the, you'll hear the general statement. Uh, I don't have to be a church going Christian to be a Christian. And, and I would agree with that in principle that yes, you know, salvation is through Jesus Christ alone, faith and trust in Christ alone. But, you know, we also see from the Hebrew writer uh, in Hebrews 10, 25, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, speaking to yeah. the need for Christian community, those who will hold you accountable, who will bring you up, who will love on you and care for you, those who will care for the widows, those who will care for uh, the sick. You know, we, we have this, I think we have a, a misconstrued idea of what community is today um, and need to get back to the biblical principle of community. Mm, yeah. That's great, man. That's so good. Hey, I'm talking with uh, Skylar Fields, pastor in the great state of Kentucky. And uh, again, I encourage you to, to, to Google, find out how to connect with him online if you want to talk more about some of these things that we're talking about today, because the uh, idea of community, there are great benefits to community beyond, as he's kind of alluding to, beyond the consumeristic mindset that most of us have when we think about community which is what can the church do for me <laughs> instead of what gifts has God given me to bring to the church. So uh, I want to encourage you to kind of check out how can folks get in touch with you if they want to find out more about you, your church and what you guys are doing. You can, uh, you can email me at uh, pastor.schuyler. That's S C H Y L A R at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, we're in the process of updating our church website, but that's uh brunerschapel.com, B-R-U-N-E-R-S, chapel.com. Or, uh, you know, I don't care. You guys could shoot me a text, 606-625-2911. Give me a call. You know, I'd love to be able to talk with you, pray for you, whatever I can do uh, to help in your relationship with Christ. Awesome. Man, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Jack Eason Podcast. Be sure to check out the website for blogs, videos, and more help on the issues of loneliness, friendship, and community. To get updates on the release of Jack's new book from Ravel Publishing, sign up for an email alert at jackeason.org.